This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. I appreciate every one of you for lending me your ears, as I am so grateful for each of you. All of my life, I have been taught to say please as a gesture of good manners and overall proper etiquette. But when it is all said and done, I must say thank you to show my gratitude. Of course, these lessons are extremely simple as they are pre-elementary, but it seems for some it has been too long to remember. A co-worker came to my room a few weeks ago and he began to testify of how God had been so good to him that it made me happy. Not that I did not know how good God has been and still is, but during this time of being careful and in this season of pandemic, we need to frequently remind one another that though it is raining in so many of our lives, the storm will soon be over. Each morning that God so gently nudges me awake, I am full of gratitude. Each time that I hear of someone's departure from this life, I tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you for allowing me another day, another hour to move forward. Today, I urge you with every breath, show gratitude and give God thanks. Have you ever been watching the news and the report was so devastating or you felt so sorry for the person in certain matters that you shed some tears or just prayed right then and there? This is one of my norms because when I see others in such heartfelt despair, the humanitarian in me and the God that directs me does not allow me to ignore what could have or would have happened to me or someone I love, but for the grace of God. I honestly believe that God allows us to see some of the tragic occurrences just to show us how very blessed we really are. Now we are all going through some changes or facing some major setbacks, but I praise God that in spite of it all, he is still in full control. According to God's word in 1 Thessalonians 5th chapter and the 18th verse, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Those words convict me, constantly reminds that no matter what situation we find ourselves, we must give thanks. So today and every day, I honor and thank God for our present as God in his infinite wisdom has orchestrated it all. At times, I know our circumstances become awkward and also difficult. So it is hard to fathom that an almighty loving God would allow so many horrific occurrences. But just remember, God is a God of purpose. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. In other words, just because our carnal minds cannot piece together the mysteries of God's moves and his modes does not mean those events lack purpose because God's word has explained that nothing that you go through will be in vain, but only for the glory of God. I urge you, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, be grateful because every event, every occurrence, every tear you shed, whatever or whoever you shed them for, God will make it for his glory. According to 1 Corinthians 15th chapter and the 58th verse, therefore, my beloved brethren, 
be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. In other words, no matter what, maintain firm consistency as you keep doing all that is right, just and pure, keep treating each other appropriately, speaking and behaving in order, as all that you do in the name of the Lord will never be in vain. God will use it all for his glory, for waking me up, for keeping me in my right mind, for keeping my body strong and well, I am grateful for allowing me a platform to share God's goodness with others. I am grateful for 53 years of life and 25 years of marriage. I'm grateful for allowing me to go through some trials and difficulties that just happen to have made me stronger, more wise, and fully dependent on God. I say thank God for still having a mother who is well, strong, and fully operating with clarity of mind. I praise God for being born to a father like mine. Although he is no longer physically present with us, I am so grateful for having known my dad and the influence, the sheer imprint that he has left on my life. I am forever grateful to God for the people he places in my path, in my circle, each for various reasons, each to strengthen some area or another of mine. I give glory, honor, and praise to God for realizing that God is a God of purpose and I must remain grateful. I thank God. I urge you to take on an attitude of gratitude as it is a necessity for living well. Of course, it does not make you immune to trouble or tribulations. It does not desensitize your heartfelt emotions, but it equips you with enough wisdom of who God is and how we will not always understand his omnipotent decisions. All things work for our good and for God's divine purpose, even when we do not see how. Be grateful. I encourage you to be forever grateful. Well, we, my colleagues and I, are back in school, face-to-face with students, and we are trying to maintain an environment most conducive to learning in spite of current circumstances. I am not the happiest with being in a classroom with so many during this season of COVID-19, but I do know that God will provide and he will take care of us. So rather than doing a whole lot of complaining, I make my concerns known and I trust God as he promised to take care of his own. You see, once you are clear about who you are and whose you are, we need not worry about the what ifs or the possibilities of things going wrong. Now, I did not say foolishly throw caution to the wind as we must continue to follow certain well-specified guidelines to the letter, but I find it pointless to worry myself about matters that are far beyond my limited control. I trust God and I often saturate my mind with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. With that prayer, I pray that each of you continue to thrive. Yes, I said thrive in the face of the unknown. Don't forget God's word, his promises, his will, his covenant 
knows no pandemic. He is still healing, blessing, keeping, and helping us, for which I am most grateful. As long as you know God and you know that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, you need not worry about matters beyond your limited control. Such truth brings me to a public yet personal matter over which we all have personal control, and that is voting. Well, early voting started in Georgia this week, and I'm excited to note that people are voting in record numbers. I took part in a mighty movement with the lovely women of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta, Sigma Gamma Rho, and last but never least, Zeta Phi Beta. These beautiful women took the time to uplift, encourage, and inspire all to get out and vote. Thanks to the infamous organizer, Simone Hand, beautiful women of each of these organizations stood together in unity to share an honest message that we must vote as if our lives depended on it. Because not only do our lives depend on it, but the survival of everyone we know and love. It is a move to improve life's current circumstances. It is a call to action that must not be ignored. As I observed the beautiful mask-covered faces that became silhouettes in the sun, none could deny the bold, beautiful, pearls-to-the-poles message of sisterhood in solitude, standing together to quietly share the value of the vote. I voted this week, and for whatever reason, I left the location within 20 minutes of arriving with a smile on my face and great peace deep within. I honestly believe that it was because I had exercised my blood-born right and embraced my responsibility, my civic duty to vote. I never want to talk the talk if I refuse to walk as I talk. So just for the record, I cast my vote and I want you to go out and do the same. Cast your vote. You owe it to yourself, those whose names you may never know, and everyone that you love. Your voice, your values, and your vision for a brighter future are all at stake. There is no time like the present, and we must take a firm stand, just like the brave pearls to the poles movement encourages. I am most grateful to the lovely ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta, Sigma Gamma Rho, and Zeta Phi Beta. You are all exemplars of excellence. Simone Hand did an outstanding job of mobilizing such a busy group for this noble cause. Thanks for inviting me to take part, and thanks to every beautiful lady for making the Pearls to the Poles movement a success. I am honored and most grateful to each of you showing finer womanhood at its best. Now changing gears a bit, today I publicly wish my husband, Eddie Smith, a happy 25th anniversary. Mr. Smith has had the patience to put up with me and all of my faults for more than 25 long years, and even I know that that is no small feat, as I am a Leo with an A-type personality. I really like things to be done a certain way, and that is my way. I make decisions and work hard to follow through. I'm a little bossy, don't mind working hard, and definitely do not mind spending money. 
but my husband has never once tried to change me into something or someone I am not. My husband is laid back, kind, honest, and committed. He is always easygoing unless his bipolar is acting up, but we have learned to manage and work around that too. For some 27 years, we have had a solid relationship of three. Me, Mr. Smith, and God, who keeps us in order. I did not say either of us or our relationship is perfect, but because we have learned and understand each other, God has blessed us to maintain a strong, healthy union, of which I am very proud. Do not get me wrong. While things are not perfect, Mr. Smith is perfect for me. He should have retired a few months ago, but after being at home taking care of my honey-do list for about a month, he decided to head back out on the road, which I knew he was unable to sit still for too long. So I accepted his decision to work a little longer, but please believe it was his choice. When I was under the impression that he would make repairs and oversee our rental properties, he had other ideas in mind. Just know that our 27 years together have been beautiful and I have learned so much from my husband. I did not say that they were without real challenges because if I did, I would be lying. But we have learned and grown through every difficult spot and I thank God for every up and down because each has allowed me a bit of new growth and greater understandings. My husband is my best friend who motivates and holds me accountable to do and be better. Of course, he gets on my nerves sometimes, but I know that at times I'm no walk in the park either. He and I can see something and immediately start laughing, fully understanding why we are laughing without ever speaking a single word. We share so many precious memories together, literally thousands of pictures from so many different times and places. At times, we can finish each other's sentences, or depending upon where we are out eating, we can actually order for each other and not miss a beat. He is always striving to make certain that the needs and wants of our family are met. He is an awesome provider. I appreciate my husband because he works hard to keep me impressed, and I love him for it. Now, I know some may say, why on earth should he work to impress his wife? To which I answer, why not? If you have made a commitment before God and everyone else to love, cherish, and care for that person, and you too have become one, why would you break your back working to impress anyone if not the one you are attached to in God-ordained covenant? Some believe it is more important to impress other people rather than the man or woman you have chosen to join with your own flesh. God's word said, no more two but one flesh. Leave mama, daddy, and family and cleave to spouse, the one to whom you are committed and have formed a divine allegiance. My husband and I laugh a lot. We joke and talk about everything. He is my rock, and even though he gets on my nerves and I on his, I miss him when he is not at home. We probably sound like a bunch of big kids at our house, to anyone who walks up on the doorbell. Our youngest son, little Eddie, has the same sense of humor as his dad. And when our older son, Quentin, comes over, he joins right in seamlessly. They keep me laughing. I understand that the key to looking and feeling well is happiness. 
God's word called it contentment. And I thank God that I am content. I am content with my family, my life, and with my wonderful husband. Mr. Smith, you are my friend, my solid companion, and my strong support. One who was always searching for another way to impress me. We have braved so many challenges and obstacles over the past 27 years, and I really appreciate you. I know that God smiled on me when he placed you in my life. I so appreciate your kind, caring, loving heart and your willingness to see this family through anything. I love and respect you and how you cherish family values. For 27 years, I have watched the devoted friend, father, brother, and provider you have grown into, and I love your strong commitment to being the best husband that you know how to be. On Thursday night, we enjoyed a delicious meal at Virgil's. On Saturday evening, we got dressed up. That's one of my favorite things to do. And we enjoyed each other's company at the Sundial Restaurant. On Sunday, I cooked dinner and we all stayed in and enjoyed one another. Now, the truth is we had made reservations for Barbados since the very beginning of the year. But due to the pandemic, plans were placed on hold. When things get better, and they will, we will still take those pending trips. Happy anniversary, sir. If we are blessed to have 25 more years, I trust God that he will allow me to spend every one of them with you. However, in spite of it all, I remain forever grateful. Grateful is the girl I am and the strong person I've become. Grateful is a way of being content, accepting what God allows, what he's done. Grateful is giving thanks in all we go through, even when we don't understand. Grateful is thanking God for all you have and still what you are lacking from your hand. Today, I'm grateful for life, health, wellness, and God-given sanity. So grateful for a Savior who knew my faults, yet gave his life for me. I am grateful for the trials we endure that strengthens our hearts and minds. Thank God for the ups and downs that occur all the good and troubled times. I am grateful for the lovely ladies of AKA and Delta Sigma Theta, Royal Blue and Gold of Sigma Gamma Rho, and finer women of Zeta Phi Beta. Grateful for the firm, quiet stand these ladies so bravely took, each certain in her own role, to encourage all that each vote speaks power to promise. So join beautiful pearls to the polls. Grateful for Sister Simone Hand, who had the vision and great foresight to mobilize a group to stand firm and tall, serious silhouettes in sunlight. I remain grateful for my thoughtful husband and the sacrifices he has made. The path he has charted for our sons of love and devotion, the foundation he has laid. For standing firmly in front, braving storms for my protection, working, providing, integrity, never hiding, to move us in proper direction. Thank God for his kindness, grace, and mercy for teaching me the serenity prayer. I change what I can, but leave in God's capable hands those matters I cannot repair. So grateful for everyone who is listening. You are such a blessing to me. Grateful for your ears to hear as I pray God opens your eyes to see. 
I am grateful for God and his infinite wisdom, all for his purpose and our good. Thanks to an omnipotent God who cares for us, providing protection like no one else ever could. Let gratitude be your beginning, your end, as grateful as what we hold. So that God's purpose is your mantra, your explanation, motivation to be bold. Grateful that the mysteries of God are not for us to understand. Just let God be God. Treat every person right and watch the move of his mighty hand. Grateful that all things work together for God's elect and those he called. Grateful I can lean on him who holds us up. He will never let us fall. So grateful for my students, my children in school, face to face. Grateful for the arm of God that covers not only in school, but every single place. Most grateful for an omniscient God who knows all, none more wise or higher. Grateful for my listeners today as I strive to uplift, encourage, and inspire. Well, family, this is number 25 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Grateful is a term that means feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness, sharing thankfulness. I want to appeal to your ability to keep trusting in God in all things, through all things, and in spite of all things. But most of all, remain grateful. I understand that currently so many are enduring the night, but I am inclined to encourage you to keep moving all the way through the darkness of your night until you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Just as God's word has reminded, weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. You see, being a child of God or one who willingly yields to the positive message of God's word does not make any of us immune to trouble, issues, or disappointments. We are all facing one thing or another, but remember, nothing, nothing that you go through will be in vain. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Once again, thanks to the beautiful women of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta, Sigma Gamma Rho, and Zeta Phi Beta as we launched the Pearls to the Poles movement under the brilliant mobilization skills of Miss Simone Hand. I am grateful to and for each of you lovely ladies. Please be encouraged to vote. Go out and cast your vote. To my wonderful husband, Mr. Smith, I bid you a happy 25th anniversary and ask God to favor us with 25 more. I am grateful to God for my husband and our marriage and trust that God will remain at the head of our union. I love and cherish my husband and praise God for favoring me with the very best. Now on a sad note, we lost a beautiful bright light on Saturday. Miss Faye Rulak, who taught home ec- Some of you say home economics. Some may say family and consumer science. But she was a beautiful, brilliant spirit, a diva with an undeniable smile. Both students and colleagues loved and respected her greatly. There is always something to be said about someone who holds it all together and keeps it real. She was warm and encouraging, and some of her words are still on the wall outside of her classroom at Renaissance Middle School. I ask that you join me in praying for the strength of her family. 
I am so grateful to have known and loved Miss Faye Rulak. Certainly, God broke the mold when he made her, and she is already sorely missed. Rest well, Faye Rulak. Rest in God's perfect, peaceful paradise. God bless each of you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can now listen to me on Amazon Music as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.